You are listening to the Impact Church Podcast. To learn more about Impact Church, visit us online at impactharlem.org. You can also check us out on social media. Good morning. And it's great to see you guys. I want to start this morning just a little different. Uh, I want you to look around at people in this room. And... I know that can be kind of rude, but it's okay this morning. I'm serious. Just just look at people. And what I want us to do is I want us to understand three things about the people that you just looked at. One, these are real people. Real people with real stories and real lives. Number two, that these people are not perfect. None of us are perfect. We come with our own set of difficulties and issues and struggles and number three is you are called to love these people we're called to love people and we love because of God's love we've been talking about how to know God's love then how to grow in that love and this morning I want us to just briefly look into how to show God's love to the world and this morning I want us to get really, really intimate with what it means to really love people. Because I think as a, as a human race, we have a problem, an epidemic of being able to look at someone and thinking that that person isn't as valuable as we are. There's an epidemic in the human race that says, hey, because of blank, 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 you're not as valuable as I am. So I'm not going to love you the way that God's called me to love you. And we may not really say that, but the way that we act shows that that's exactly how we feel. So the more that we're assured of God's love in our own life, the more that we truly know the love of God, again, if we go back two weeks, not a head knowledge of his love, but a heart experience with the love of God, the more that we grow in that love as, as Christ followers, the more that we spend time with him in community and spend time with other believers in community and we begin to share our story as we talked about last week, then the next step is for that love that the Holy Spirit poured into our hearts to just start overflowing out of us. So I want to read you one of the greatest commands in the Bible, Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22, we'll start in verse 37. And this morning, what we have to do is we have to get to a place this morning, in this moment, right here, right now, where we can truly have some type of self-reflection and we can can honestly answer the question, do I love people? Do I really love people? Matthew 22, starting at verse 37. It says, And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So in this, in this passage, the law and prophets is referring 
to the entire Old Testament. So the entire Old Testament depends on these two things, love God and love people. When it, when it comes to God's will for humanity, which God shows us in the Old Testament, it can truly be described and summed up in two simple things, love God and love people. Jesus taught this. The Apostle Paul echoes this in Romans 13. Romans 13, 8 through 10 says, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word. Summed up, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. God's will for humanity is to love himself and to love other people. 1 John 4.19 describes why we love. We love because God first loved us. We talked about that two weeks ago. We, we talked about his love explained. And now his love explained is that he sent his son, Jesus, to die for undeserving people. And we love because we've now experienced that love within our hearts as a Christ follower. So there's obviously a connection between God's love and the way that we love other people. But what's the significance of that? So that's what I want us to talk about this morning. We understand that there's a connection between God's love and how we love others. But what is the significance of the connection? I just want to give you two things this morning. I don't have five or six points, just two. You might get to lunch early. Here's number one. God's love for us gives us the power to love others. God's love for us gives us the power to love others. So this power comes from the hard experience that we've had with God's love. It changes us from the inside out. And if you come next week, we're beginning a brand new series through the book of James titled Inside Out and how to take what's inside and living that out in our everyday life. So we can't truly love others without the power of God's love. So that was the issue with Israel in the Old Testament. They had rules to love. So they had a, a paint-by-number type map from God to love others. And a great example is in Deuteronomy 22. So the heading in our English Bibles, there's headings above certain verses that kind of tell you what the verses are going to be about. And the heading in Deuteronomy 22 is various laws. Various laws. So this is what I want you to understand. It's a bunch of laws, just random, thrown together. For example, in verse 1, it says, hey, if you're outside and you see your neighbor's ox running away, don't ignore it. Or verse 8 says, if somebody's helping you build your roof on your house, put a rail up so people don't fall off. So OSHA came from Deuteronomy. <laughs> but what this is, is, is some of these laws are strange and I don't understand all of them. But this is what it does. Deuteronomy 22 spells out certain laws, certain rules that help you love your neighbor. That's what it is, to love each other. And how to do that? 
And Moses, just a few chapters later in Deuteronomy 30, chapter 6, says this, because this is what was happening. Israel had the, the knowledge, the paint-by-numbers, the step-by-step instructions on how to love. They had the head knowledge of the love, but they didn't have the heart experience of it. So Moses says this in Deuteronomy 36. He says, And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring, so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. This is what the new covenant was. This was a new love, a new power. And we can't truly love others without the power of God's love in our life. Now, this is what we can try to do. We can try to show love to other people without God's love. And we may even do well in some situations. But then we have to go to work tomorrow and we're going to see that coworker where it's really hard to show that love. Anybody got a coworker like that? Man, I need to work where y'all do. AJ works with me and he raised his hand, so he may be talking about me. Here's the deal. It's more than a checkbox. It's more than a checkbox. I heard a story of how a husband wanted to make some changes and start affirming his wife more. So every day he wanted to, to say some affirming words to his wife. And at the very beginning of this little deal or plan he had, it, it went really well. He would, he would say something very nice and affirming to his wife every day. And then he found an app that is like sets reminders for you. So he started using that app to set a reminder to tell his wife something affirming. And it still worked out pretty good until he constantly started forgetting. So when he was in bed at night with his wife, his alarm would go off and then he would tell her something affirming. So eventually she asked, hey, why do you tell me that I'm such a good friend every night? And he said, because it's true, you are a good friend and I'm checking the box. So here's the deal. It's more than just checking a box. But that's, that's kind of what we do. We think that we're supposed to love people, so we try to put on love in certain situations. This love doesn't overflow out of our lives. It's not poured out of us. It's something that we try to put on a lot of times because we're not where we need to be with God and His love. Which brings us to our closeness to God directly impacts our love to others. Our closeness to God directly impacts our love for others. And this is true in my life. So when, when I get so busy and my quiet time or my study time with God starts to kind of fall away, I can tell with every other relationship in my life. Because my closeness to God directly impacts how I love other people. I get more frustrated easily with the kids, with my wife, at work, even at church. The way that I love other people begins to be affected by the closeness of my relationship with God. And I want you to reflect on your life this morning and where you are with God right now, maybe where you've been with God in the past, maybe where you want to get with God in the future and think about how the relationships that you've had in your life have been different in each season 
of that closeness with God. Our closeness to God directly impacts how we love other people. And we talked last week how to grow in that love. So that's why this is the order of our process here at Impact. Right? You have to know the love of God before you can ever show it. You have to know the love of God before you can ever grow in it. But once you know it, then you can begin to grow. And without the growth, then the love that God has called us to show to the world isn't up to par. So we know God's love, we grow in it, and that's when we begin to show His love to the world. And it's the ultimate subject. We never graduate from God's love into some deeper thing. God's love is it. That is the, the, the end all. That's the ultimate subject. His, his moral will for us is to love others. And we need his power in order to do that. So if you want to love others better, know God better. I'm going to say that again. If you want to love others better, know God better. If you want to be poured out in love for others, if you want to faithfully live and love like God has called us to, ask God to show you more of himself and his love. Man, it's all ties together. As we begin to to just press in to the Holy Spirit, as we begin to to grow and where the branches connected to that vine, as as we grow from the sap of of the Spirit's grace and love and mercy, and we begin to show that love to the world. So number one is God's love gives us the power to love others. Number two is God's love gives us the pattern to love others. In 1 John 3.16, it says this, 1 John 3.16, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. This is the pattern. Now I want you to, if, I want you to think about giving your life up for someone. So just dying for someone. Right and, and guys, we think about this sometimes because we just feel like God's called us to be a protector. And I think about this, would I really die for my kids? Most of the time. <laughs> would I really die for my wife? Yes. I want, you know, I want to believe that. But I want you to see that this doesn't say to die for, for someone. It says to, to lay down your life. That's a continual thing. So dying is easier than laying down your life. Dying one time and it's over. Laying down your life is an everyday thing. That's the pattern of God's love. We wake up every day and die to ourselves because of God's love for us and so that we can pour out that love to the rest of the world. This is the pattern of God's love. John 14, 34 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. And how did Jesus love us? Sacrificially. 
But I want you to know something about this love. This love is going to come with opposition. 1 John 3.13 says, Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. Why will the world oppose the love of God? Because the love of God is always accompanied with truth. And we live in a world that cannot handle the truth. Our love for others actually makes a difference when we follow this pattern. 1 John 3.18 says, Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. The pattern of God's love is a pattern of action, not just a pattern of talk. We say I love you a lot. We tell people we're praying for them or we thinking about them or if there's anything we could do, let us know. And it's a lot of talk. But the pattern of God's love is to show it in the way that we live our lives and the way that we care about other people. So our love for others will have opposition. It actually makes a difference. And our love for others is sacrificial in nature. It's sacrificial in nature. How many of you care for people until it costs you something in your own life? How many of you actually sacrifice because your love for other people? And this is, this is where it gets real for us. Because if we're truly going to lay our life down, and it's an everyday thing, and we truly care about other people more than we care about ourselves, it's going to cost us something. Jesus took it all the way to the cross for us. And that pattern teaches us that each and every day we serve others. It teaches us that the world may hate us, but that our love is going to make a difference. Our love is going to have impact, but it's also going to be sacrificial and it's going to cost us something. So what is loving other people costing you? Are we loving with a cost? It's not comfortable. And I'm telling you, it's not comfortable. It's tough to love like Jesus loved. That's why we have to have God's power in order to do it. We can't do it on our own. How many of you can look at someone else in this world and just think that they're not as important as you are? Man, we do that all the time. And again, it's not with our words, it's with our actions. We show it all the time. That's not who we want to be at Impact Church. God put us in Harlem to make an impact for his kingdom in this community. The only way to do that is to truly show his love. So what are some of the ways that we can do this? And this is, this is where I want to 
again, get practical with you like last week. And I just want to share with you some opportunities that you have corporately, but also some things that you can do individually. So corporately as a church, we're going to have outreach teams at Impact that are regular teams that truly go out and show God's love to this community. And uh, Pastor Andrew is our connections pastor, and he he's over that outreach ministry. And he has a vision that God's given him to, to truly make a huge impact in this community. And again, it's not for our sake. It's not for Andrew's sake. It's for the sake of the kingdom. There's people in this community that are lost and hurting and broken and dying every day without knowing the love of God. We're commanded. We're commanded in Scripture. We started this off with a command in the book of Matthew to love each other. We're commanded to go out and love these people. We're commanded to love everybody in this room. We're commanded to love everyone. It's not an option. God doesn't say, hey, if you want to do this, it might be a good thing. No, he tells us, this is a command that I have for you, that you love God with everything that you are, and you love your neighbor as yourself. It's a commandment given. It's not an option for us to choose. Man, we have to show the love of God to the world. So outreach teams is a way that we get to do that. Another way that we get to do that here is through just serving. We have tons of ministry areas here at Impact where we can truly serve people. There's a, a group of amazing, spectacular adults in the gym working with kids. Like, I can't do that. I don't have the patience for my three kids, hardly. And we have a room full of kids every Sunday. God just blessed us with, with a pretty decent size kids ministry right from the beginning. And he's putting people in place to serve and volunteer and truly show his love to kids. And we have greeters outside and at the door that just get to say hey to people and serve people and show God's love right when you walk in. We have ushers that take up the offering just to serve people so people can sit in the comfort of their chairs and just put their offering in a bucket. We have people back here at this table doing production. People doing sound. We have people on stage that are, that are just pouring themselves out to God, just serving. We have life group leaders. We have life group hosts that allow groups to come to their homes and do, do life together. There's tons of ministries here at Impact Church that you can get involved in to serve and truly show God's love to the world. So that's corporately. So what can you do individually? What can you do individually to truly show God's love? We're going to wrap up the whole series in the next five to ten minutes. This is what you can do. You can make sure before you leave this place today that you've truly had a hard experience with the love of God, that you truly know God's love. Before you leave this place today, you can make a decision to follow Jesus.
As we talked about two weeks ago, you can leave your old life and turn and follow the Savior. Today's the day, right here, right now, to make that decision. To truly know the love of God. And then you can make decisions to begin to grow in that love. You spend time in community with God by reading the Bible, by talking to Him. You spend time in community with other believers by not neglecting to meet together on Sundays, by joining a life group and just doing life together. And then going out into the community and sharing your story. So this is how it starts. This is, this is how you can personally show God's love to the world. Because the more that we know God's love, the more we can love others the way he's called us to do it. And then as you're out in your everyday life, you truly love people greater than yourself. Love till it hurts. We say that a lot here. We, we say give till it hurts. That's financially, that's with your time, that's, that's with everything. It's just something we say as a, as a leadership team is to just give till it hurts. Work till it hurts. I'm telling you to love until it hurts. Do we really want to make a difference in our world? That's the question that we have to answer this morning. Do we really want to make a difference in our world? I'm going to close this morning with something that's, that's really happening here in this community. And I'm, I want you to hear my heart on this. My heart is that you just understand the role that Christ followers can play in this. So there's a, a organization that has, has been created by God to help addicts in recovery. And God's done some, some cool things with this ministry and there's countless of people, a uh, countless number of people who have been helped through this ministry. And they have just homes throughout the CSRA of, of recovery homes for men and women. And they found land in multiple counties and the people of those counties have turned them away from coming to their communities and I'm not saying that there's not legitimate concerns for an organization like this coming to a community. So hear my heart on this. My heart on this is that we're called to love people. So this organization has a chance to move to Harlem. And they're already getting pushback from, from people in Harlem. And again, there's legitimate concerns. So hear my heart. My heart is for you to pray over these people because that's our job is to pray and to love people and to pour our hearts out for them. We can't pick and choose who to love. Like if, if we're going to love the, the rich, then why aren't we going to love the poor? If we're going to love the one that has it all together, why don't we love the one that doesn't have it all together? We can't pick and choose who to love. 
But that's what we do. And that's what we want to do. We want to say, yeah, I can love this person because you know what? It's not going to cost me anything. But if I love these people, it's going to cost me something. Maybe I'm not as comfortable as I was. Man, we have to, we have to understand this morning that it's not about us. It's not about our comfort. It's not about how we feel about things. It's about what we're commanded and called to do. It's to love people. And I'm passionate about a church body, a local church body making a difference in a community. And you know what? The, the only way we can do that is by loving them. The only way we can do that is by standing firm to the truth. That's the only way. Do you want to love people this morning? Not do you want to say I love you. Not do you want to get this warm and fuzzy feeling. I'm not talking about the love that, you know, I have for Ashley. Which that's great love. Tell her I said that when you see her. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sacrificial love. And, and we can only do that because God loved us first. He gave us the power to do it. And then he gave us the pattern to do it. Where are you this morning? Where are you? To wrap it all up, if you would just stand with me as we get ready to close this this morning. To wrap this all up, there's decisions to be made right here, right now. This is the last week of, of this series, and I don't want you to leave this place until you've made the decision that God's calling you to make. There's a next step for you to take. This morning is the morning for you to take that next step. Do you need to make the decision to follow Jesus? Do you need to experience salvation in your life? Today's the day to do that. There's no way you can show God's love to the world until you have it in your life. Do you need to make the decision just to, to say, I need to take some next steps of, of growing? I need to spend a little more time with God or I need, to, I need to be intentional about reading His Word or intentional about making time to talk to Him. I need to spend time with other believers and, and try to do this life together because I just can't really get where I need to get on my own. Maybe you need to make that decision of joining a life group. Or maybe the decision you need to make is, I do have God's love and you know I've been growing in that, but I really haven't been showing that to the world. And today, right here, right now, you make the decision to say, hey, it's not about me or my comfort. It's about what God's commanded me to do. And that's to love other people the way that he's loved us. He's given me the power and he's given me the pattern. Today's the day to make the decision, whatever decision it is for you. Thank you for joining us at the Impact Church Podcast. For this and other messages, visit us online at impactharlem.org. In the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes, and share it with your friends on social media. 
Once again, thanks for joining us at the Impact Church Podcast.